You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Decisions, decisions, decisions. How do we make them? Lecturer and entrepreneur Dr. Yuval Davidor, who holds a PhD in computer science, has developed a six-step methodology to aid in decision-making process. He presents this method along with anecdotal examples in his book, Shesh Fizel, or Six and Done. Davidor spoke to reporter Naomi Sego. Tell us a little bit about how you came up with this method uh, to help people to make decisions, whether it's decisions in their lives, decisions mm. professionally. Yeah. What brought you to this to help distill it down to this kind of structured framework? I was not aware that I'm using a method. Um, it is a gift that I was given by one of the one of the CEOs that I was working with who kind of like pointed a finger and said, I wish I were able to be in your head when you are making a decision, when you are sorting a dilemma. And, and I dismissed because I, I was not aware. Well, I took some thought and kind of like took counsel and I started to investigate and discovered that I do have a certain template. And because it wasn't in an aware way, I was reinventing the process which went through or stopped at certain repeating junctions. So when I realized that, I came curious and I kind of like formalized it. Um, And once it was out there and I tried it with several people and I saw the impact that it really, without any difference to age, experience, education, occupation, the size and type of dilemma, etc., People are getting a substantial leap forward with solving their dilemma. And so I sat down and wrote a book about it. So can you uh, briefly or in points tell us what are these six stages that a person uh, should take if they're trying to sort through some kind of issue or challenge or decision? Sure, but I have to uh, give an advance. Um, we typically have two types of uh, challenges that trouble us. One type, the easier one, is that we have no clue. Like if we have a medical dilemma or something like that and we don't really have enough data, we are not experts. So it may worry us, but it doesn't kind of like turn us inside out. What really bugs us is issues that for whatever reason, something has a conflict with another value within us. And we mistake that situation to something that we need assistance from the outside. Okay? And it's not the case. So many things, uh, somebody from the outside could not really uh, uh, be uh, succinct enough to understand what is our dilemma and why we had trouble in, in deciding. So once we accept that, then we need to ask ourselves the question, what are the domains where we might have a value that comes into conflict with another one? And by trying various combinations, um, I reduced it also to be efficient to six different domains. Obviously, material aspects is one of them, and the emotional aspects is a second. Then the third one is the time aspect from now to the future, looking at the issue from different time perspectives um, give us a lot of 
help to understand our inner feelings. Now, another thing before I say the remaining three uh, domains or dimensions is that usually we have a lot of noise when we're with a dilemma or what leads us to be in a dilemma. It's not that we don't really know the answer, is that we have way too much noise and the noise is both internal, like um, um, what we think we should do or what we think uh, we would have done 20 years ago and it's external. You know, friends, opinions, newspapers, uh, people commenting, our spouses, children, neighbors, etc. The thing between us and living quality, high quality decisions is that we need to find a way to quieten those noises so we can hear our inner self. Some say it's our intuition. Fine, Daniel Kahneman made a huge career about it. So the remaining three dimensions is a continuation process or helps us to do exactly that. The fourth one is to look into those that will be impacted or involved with the decision we are about to make. We need to remember them. And then we need to stay there and ask, okay, you know, the, the ping pong between us and all those people that are going to be impacted. The fifth one is uh, fairness. And the last one, the sixth one, is somewhat a bit spiritual, although it's not really, and is um, um, the type of matrices, the rulers, the gauging of how we assessed our answers in all the questions that each dimension in, um, asks us to, to, to respond to. So essentially, it's helping to distill whatever dilemma there is to break it down into various components and see perhaps what feels right, what resonates with us. Um, but after all of this, it is also could be quite possible to come to a conclusion of finding ourselves at another juncture in terms of, okay, I feel this way, that way, but what now? Or further, more perplexed even by a result that might come out of going through this process. Is that, uh, could that be the case? It could. Two answers. Theoretically, absolutely. Uh, in practice, um, you know, having quite many dozens of uh, such processes, I mean, being witness in such processes, um, people usually advance towards uh, clarity. Maybe it's not the divine clarity, but it is a substantial clarity compared to where they were when they were on a rut, stuck, maybe for days, hours, weeks, and cases of years, not being able to, you know, to cut the issue and make a decision, to take a decision. Uh, but theoretically, you have suggested a possibility which actually is a gift. It is one of the goals or the, the gifts that we get from the process because what often happens to people is that they define their dilemma in one way and somewhere along the process, which by the way is not more than an hour in really 90% of the cases, they can def redefine and refine the issue when they understand what is actually trouble, what is the thing that troubles them. And so they redefine the dilemma, they kind of like start over, but then it's a much faster process and the gain from just having 
a better definition of what is the issue is a significant step forward. And to some degree, do you see when you work with different people and your experience over the years that people essentially can internalize this process so it doesn't necessarily become something of consciously sitting down and going through that, but it becomes perhaps how it started out with you, a more organic form of uh, or way of approaching uh, dilemmas? Absolutely. I was before you suggested the the example. I was going to suggest the example. I have been uh, fortunate to go through experiences that trained me or developed this method within me in an unaware way. Okay. So uh, for a long stretch, I said, oh, "What's the issue?" And people said, "No, because for you it is already intuitive. You have trained enough." Okay. And I definitely see um, CEOs or other people that have, um, you know, have come back uh, several times um, that they stop using the full formal 24 questions that I have in, in the method. And they quite quickly said, okay, it's na 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 And, you know, within a few minutes, they kind of like reorientate, calibrate themselves, and they know where they're stuck and what is their internal attitude so uh where uh can one find the book where can one find more out more about this method well um it's in uh the bookstores like stimatsky and 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 Somet. um it's written in hebrew i am actually looking for somebody to work with me to translate it uh it's also possible to acquire it from the book uh, web page which is under pardes capital